1: Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift caps and fear those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding. Sarah. Hey, Sarah. How's it going? Okay, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little insecure. Uh,
0: oh (laughs) because i had a feeling this might come up
1: sarah (laughs) okay i mean not that we can't share it with a third person but is kelly gonna replace me now that she's done (laughs) with triathlete so for for listeners the this the previous co-host of this podcast was Kelly O'Mara. And she went off and did like fancy schmancy stuff at Chathlight Magazine. She was editor in Fancy <laughs> schmancy stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like being editor-in-chief. Whatever yeah. fancy schmancy stuff you do as editor-in-chief. I mean,
1: she, she probably had like business cards. Which, so that's gotta be fancy.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other thing is back then, Sarah, the podcast used to be like mostly about triathlon.
1: That's just ridiculous. It's just kind of
0: crazy to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but now that she's back in the real world, the non-editorial world, mm-hmm. are you? Are you like? Is was this a temporary gig for me? And well, <laughs> she can. She's coming back. Are you going to reassure Sarah, me here? <laughs>
0: I could. Okay. Here's what I could tell you, Sarah. Is that I've I've exchanged quite a few texts with Kelly. We We made a plan to like kind of catch up, quote, unquote, because she's taking a little break from like the work world, I think potentially the world in general. Um, and, and none of the texts said anything to do with, I want to do if we were writing again. <laughs>
1: real reason she left the post she's like (laughs) I just want to go back to my podcast (laughs) she's like I
0: can't take this editor-in-chief stuff anymore I just want to go back and do if we were writing no zero of those things are true the other thing the other thing I would like to point out is that if you if if we replace you with Kelly I think we would have like outrage and uproar like I think it would be I think our audience members would just be so upset and disappointed, like I don't think there would be any coming back from that. I think if if anything, I would have to go.
1: <laughs> no, no, because it's just they they appreciate the animal stories You know that they weren't getting as many if it was you and Cal- So, all right, a little curveball here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Instead of replacing me with, well, would my replacement be for me being a replacement? I don't know how that works. And then it just negates it. (laughs) So instead of having Kelly replace me, Mm -hmm. maybe we should have her on the podcast and see what's up. Yeah. I,
0: I think that's a great idea. We should. So this is like Kelly, if you're listening, we'd like to have you on the podcast in a couple of weeks, Sarah and I are both away next week. So we're going to be voicemailing each other frantically. Um, (laughs) But perhaps after that. Yeah. Late August. If you're, if you're not Kelly and you're listening and you know, Kelly, (laughs) You could message her and be like, hey, you should go out if you're riding.
1: <laughs> totally. Please, everybody message her. Ooh, and if you have questions that we should ask Kelly, please let us know. Kelly's mom, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than
0: harassing Kelly on social media. Send us questions that you have for Kelly O'Mara. <laughs> okay. coming up on the show we are going to discuss the crossfit games we're going to talk about the collins cup which sarah is off to and a little feisty news as a former pro triathlete who now does very amateur crossfitting for fun and is in perimenopause, meaning I can't count on my hormones to be consistent anymore, one of my main limitations is the speed at which I build muscle. It just doesn't come easily for me. I wanted to make sure I am actually getting the benefits of the little time I do have to work out. That's why Amino Perform is the perfect product for me. It tastes good and I just sip on it before and during my workouts. The Aminoco's Perform formula has clean ingredients and is great for your everyday routine to help give your body the fuel it needs to perform at its best and recover faster and stronger from workouts. What's even better is that Amino Co's Perform was created by former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher, Dr. Wolf. As a competitive athlete, Dr. Wolf has completed 62 marathons in under 230, whoa, (laughs) and is still fueling his body with perform at age 75. So if you are looking for a nutritional advantage, when it comes to boosting your peak athletic performance, I recommend you give perform a try. It's scientifically three times more effective on a gram for gram basis than any other protein source to try it yourself and get 30% off. Use the code RIDING, R-I-D-I-N-G, when you visit aminoco.com forward slash riding. That's A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com forward slash riding. talk about orca for a minute in 2018 orca approached me at the ironman world championships in kona and said hey we love what you are doing and we want to support women better so we are designing products specifically for women rather than just you know shrinking the men's products and we want your help that's me sarah and feisty media that they were asking for help from. Not only that, but I personally find that my Orca wetsuit is the best I've ever had for flexibility and buoyancy. And I definitely wish I had found it when I was racing pro. Fast forward four years and Orca has launched their new triathlon wetsuits and other gear designed specifically for women. I'm so proud to have been part of this process. So you can order your very own wetsuit and other fab products for 15% off using the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com that's iron women the name of one of our amazing triathlon podcasts iron women 1515 at orca.com
1: all right sarah so the last time we talked about crossfit you're down in california with your coaching clinic and you described it as a cult i believe (laughs) just like straight
0: in there i mildly described it as a cult okay the next thing you see me is like cult i'm like at cult headquarters doing all the culty things yeah
1: (laughs) you're at world championship or whatever it is crossfit games in madison wisconsin can you blink twice if you are part of the cult and need getting out
0: (laughs) sarah i've been brainwashed help me (laughs) drank the kool-aid (laughs)
1: <laughs> Only
0: totally drank the kool-aid oh my god yeah yes having said it was a cult and then running off to like literally i was in like the sweat lodge <laughs> so so i went to the crossfit games there was a group of six of us all together um and we just had like we just had like the most amazing time we had but part of it was like we had front row seats so we got to see like those athletes are insane yeah like they're ins- and they the things like all the different things that they have to do like between the kind of like the cardio pieces and the gymnastics and the lifting like it is like it is intense um and where do I start with this okay the thing I was surprised about the most is that like tv you know how tv puts like they say like tv puts on 10 pounds yeah Right. Well, if you're like a muscular person or someone who's like really well defined, I think TV puts on like 20 pounds Mm. because I think our brains go like they see muscles and they think big bulk. Yeah. Yeah. Like those, the women in particular were not as huge as I thought they were. Mm. Like, I thought that like, you know, I was picturing like 175 pound women. Yeah. You know, they're not you know, there was one, the smallest woman in the field was 127 pounds, which is like almost exactly me. Wow. That's (laughs) yeah. It made me feel a little bit inadequate in how much I can lift. (laughs) I have to be honest with you as she was throwing like a 200, no 180 pounds. Let's say, I don't know how far she got in that particular. She was throwing a 180 pound sandbag onto her shoulder. I was like, Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not lifting it enough. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But how'd she do in the cardio?
0: I'm sure she did amazing. She was kind of like in the lower part of the field. So like, I wasn't following her all. I just, the, the the reason I looked her up actually is because she was right in front of like, like we were kind of right in the front at the finish line. And there was this one on the last day, there was this one, maybe second last day, this one event where they had to carry a 485 pound yoke. what a yoke is can you picture this yes For oxen yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) typically used for oxen (laughs) you really picture you have to be an ox to carry this thing right (laughs) they had 400 imagine 485 pounds and you have to you put it on your shoulders and you stand up and you it comes off the ground typically like a couple inches and then you walk a certain distance and then you like put it down and you do some other things and then you have to walk it back okay this was the event right? And she, the poor girl got stuck because she picked it up. She got like a foot, maybe not even and put it down and she couldn't get off the start line. Oh, jeez! And so we were like watching this heartbreaking thing go on. She was the only one of the women that could, and I don't blame her 485 pounds. Like what the actual fuck? Yeah. And so she, and so we kind of watched her struggle, struggle, struggle with this thing. And so that's when I got out my like I got, I was like, how, like, I'm like, she's a tiny woman, Yeah, you know, like, especially by comparison in that
1: right. environment.
0: Right. Like, and so I just looked her up 127 pounds. <laughs> like, oh my God. But then on the flip side, the woman who there was this, the last evening, like before, like maybe the fourth last event was this crazy event where you had to lift heavy sandbags from the ground onto your shoulder. Right. And so they had this whole technique with it, whatever. But they, um, the women started at 160, and it was like an, elim- an elimination round. So, like, how many can, there's, there was 40 of them in the competition. So, like, how many can lift 160? How many can, like 170, 180, it went up. Right. And the woman who won lifted 240, <gasps> a 240 pound sandbag from the ground onto her shoulder. <laughs> And then the second place woman lifted 230 pounds and she was 145 pounds. Whoa. Like she was small.
1: These women are so
0: strong. Yeah, so strong. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Like, and I found, like, I find, I guess it's because I relate to them more, you know, like I find I definitely, especially in that environment where like the women aren't equal, like they have equal billing to the men. They have equal prize money. They're like as much celebrated sometimes more um, than the men. Like I love CrossFit for this reason. Um, but I just find them, so, I relate to the women so much more. Like I like watching it that much more. Cause I'm kind of picturing even more than the men. Like I picture myself in that situation, right? Like I picture myself trying to pick up 160 pound sandbag. And obviously I would not be able to do that. Like I wouldn't even get off the baseline of like most of the things that they're doing um
1: so you're not going to practice with the (laughs) yoke i did see the next day people doing
0: because there's a certain technique where you like they like lifted it onto their in a squatting position onto their knees and then they would force it up and try to get onto their shoulder, but typically would get halfway and then they'd <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, and so you guys can't, at home can't see what I'm doing, but I was demonstrating for Sarah, but then the next day, cause I started following all these CrossFit accounts now and on Instagram and the next day, there were like people in Costco, like lifting like a bag of flour onto their shoulder with like, or like a big bag of rice or something with the same technique. It was really funny.
1: That's awesome, mm-hmm. man. So, Okay what inspired this trip i'm so fascinated by the whole thing okay so what inspired this trip so a
0: friend of mine um decided he wanted to go to the crossfit games right and he managed to get himself some front row tickets right so he was like do you guys want to come so we said yes
1: (laughs) oh easy story okay I, I was like, I'm um, hell Yes. Do you feel more inspired to continue with this cult after having been there? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're going to level up in the cult. I'm going to be, <laughs> next <thing>
0: we know, <laughs> we're going to turn this into a CrossFit podcast. And who knows? Who knows what happens next, Sarah? <laughs> I wish, I think I, w- I do wish I had known like how empowering, like True strength work is like mm. I think I spent too, I, I think now the athletes know, but like especially at the beginning of my career, I spent too much time with like coaches saying that you like gain your strength by using paddles and doing big gear on the bike and running up hills, right, yeah. and it's like for me as an athlete it's just not enough, yeah, you know like I'm not naturally strong, so it was it's like very empowering t- to me to feel so strong physically mm. like it's helpful for me in so many ways.
1: Well, I, I think what, one of the things that I appreciate is that it really, I don't know, like seeing different body types like that and just,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, strong is beautiful. Um, and just seeing what they're able to do with, you know, that muscle is just like, there is, you know, form follows function, right? Yeah. So what you're able to do, what, like how you can sculpt your body Mm-hmm. through that sort of really intense work it's just, it's incredible to me.
0: Yeah. 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 Same. It's amazing. I like that. It's functional too. Like it's different to like, say like, I, have we talked about it before? Like bikini competitions and stuff like that. That's like just form, right. You know, like that's a different kind of training. Like you're still training in the gym, but when you're training just to build a muscle for how it looks like they they definitely like will isolate muscles and get them to a certain amount of bulk or whatever and it looks good but it's not functional yeah right whereas like the whereas like crossfit's just built around function i mean that's what it is like functional fitness quote unquote like, it's entirely built around that idea
1: no, it's, it's super cool. Okay. Did you get any souvenirs? Do you have any like bobbleheads of your favorite Cosfitters? It'd
0: be amazing. In fact, that's the, that's the expo stand I'm going to set up next year.
1: Okay. <laughs> you I mean, seen... Sorry. Are there super fans? Like there must be super fans of particular athletes.
0: Good God. Yeah. Like it's like, you should have seen, okay, honestly, the, like the business side of it is just, staggering to me so like they they set up in madison it was like a stadium that was normal for like normally for like cattle sales or something it was like a massive they set up like they set up the whole outdoor stadium the indoor coliseum held ten thousand people and they filled those seats and then they built buildings like the okay for example like noble it's a crossfit brand that sells shoes and clothing and they they're also in triathlon i think they sponsor lucy charles um they like are moving into triathlon but they're like a big they had the and rogue you know the company mm-hmm. that makes all the crossfit equipment yeah they had erected like whole buildings like the size of like giant barns several like you know like giant buildings just for just to put just for their shop Wow, like it was it was fairly like yeah, on the retail side, fairly unreal. Like not like Iron Man with the expo with people bringing their little tents and the big, like the big dogs, when the big dogs come, they rent free tent spaces. Right. <laughs> like this is like legit, like- Wow. Yeah. And people were spending money. Like people, everybody was buying stuff. And so I kind of pushed that off. I was like a little bit like, I am not joining your thing like I'm wearing my feisty tops. I'm fine, whatever. But by the third day, <laughs> and then by that time we were having such a good time that I kind of wanted like something to commemorate. So I bought like one tank to work out in and I bought that I really liked the color of. And then I bought like a hoodie like a it, that says like CrossFit Games 2022.
1: Okay. All right. So reasonable. 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 Not
0: like some of the people, that, even the people I was with, little, like I'm sure other people like you know spent real money.
1: Yeah. On wow. several
0: different items. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so interesting to me.
0: Yeah. Me too. Oh, and tier, another interesting one is tier, you know, tier. Yeah. It's my main company. Oh, like moving into CrossFit. Like they were selling shoes. What? In the yeah. So apart from like the apart from the main, so like all the main sponsors did had their own like building kind of thing, like on the premises. Then there was like another giant building that had all the like expo booths. Like they weren't companies that were sponsoring the event, but they were just and just like another, I don't know, say 25 companies in there. And then and one of them was Tier.
1: So interesting because they they got out of yeah. triathlon. Uh well, which, they did. Yeah for marketing. Oh yeah. and and I mean they're like I guess there's a lot of crossover with just fitness in general. Mm. So that's a pretty crowded marketplace. I- imagine but yeah weird yeah. but that's weird. W- that's one of those like wait a second what's tier doing here
0: <laughs> yeah i was like and nobody knew how to pronounce it they're like it's tire i'm like i can guarantee you that it is tier <laughs> i know how to pronounce this brand like so they, do they do not make swim stuff at all
1: oh they do it's just their sports marketing they they moved away from trap really yeah
0: I mean, I knew that I just hadn't like when you compare it to like, okay, now I see, and then I see them moving into CrossFit and like, oh, there's, they perceive at some level that there's money there. Yeah, I just, I find the business of it very interesting because I think about like, it did remind me the vibe was a lot like Kona Mm. because like all the people there to watch, they're like the friends and family, you know, people from like, but they're also just people from like CrossFit gyms around the world who decide to come and watch. And but they're mostly like, they're obviously super into CrossFit. So you end up with this crowd that's very, very fit, you know, like there's like, it's the same thing, you know, you go to Kona and there's like people in their Speedos walking into shops and like, you you know, you're just in amongst a very, very fit crowd um, that. So I just, I don't know. I just had a lot of thoughts. I was just like kind of processing like the amounts of money that it's spent um, both by people there and by
1: just like, Straight up ticket sales, and you know it. It is interesting because you think of the the big sports, and like you show up to the Super Bowl, and people don't look like they should be NFL players, right? right. You know, like people don't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a few of them might play football, but like definitely not. Like
0: not like most of the crowd does not right. play football. No,
1: yeah, <laughs> like soccer, same thing. You know, it's just very different for these kind of like niche. Fitness sports. Yeah. 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 It's
0: real interesting. Anyway. So sorry, I hear you have a trip coming up though to Slovakia for the Collins Cup. Congratulations, by the way, for getting a captain's pick um to the race. How did this how did this go down? Like, did you get a phone call? Like, hi, this is the captain speaking. <laughs> yeah,
1: these are, <laughs> are the been
0: selected.
1: <laughs> no, basically I got an email uh around mm-hmm. the same time that all the other athletes did. So There are three different teams. There's the international team, the European team, and the U.S. team. And four men, four women. Is that right? Yeah, four men, four women uh, for each team based on rankings. And then you get two men, two women uh, per team selected by the captains. The U.S. captains are Julie Moss and Dave Scott. And basically, like they said, based on uh my two races that i've done they're like oh we've selected you i'm like okay cool like yeah sure i'll go to slovakia why not (laughs) so yeah next week i i head over and i'm there for a week um so you will very much appreciate this part i'm so excited to tell you this uh they offered to fly over, uh, somebody to, to watch Hawk and like put them, put that person up for the week. Oh my goodness. I know. I, so basically any mother with a child under two, mm-hmm. they Collins cup was willing to, to kind of take care of the, wow. the isn't that amazing? That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So is Hawk going with you? No. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't get a passport in time and like, you know, the logistics of bringing over a one-year-old. Yeah, then I have to find somebody to come with me. So it's just, in some ways, it's easier for him to stick to his routine and not drag him over to. Yeah, that's interesting. If they have budget, maybe they could like, I don't know, this would just
0: I mean, that's amazing that they offered that right? oh totally like, yeah, it'd also be amazing if it was just like a number it was like we can fly someone over or we can like provide a babysitter for you at home, like,
1: yeah,
0: um but that's cool that's so cool
1: yeah it's it's super cool so i'm like i was I was impressed by that because uh they didn't they don't have to offer that, obviously, like I was gonna go over no matter what yeah. um but yeah like if if I' had been in a position where you know, my, my spouse or somebody else could come with me. Like, how cool is that? Um, mm-hmm. You know, that, yeah. So I was, I was impressed. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not overthinking, you know, the sustainability of like the, the business model or anything. I'm just going into <laughs> it. going to have a good time, mm-hmm. race hard, uh, like just, you know, see, see what it's all about. And then come home back to the real world. Cool. Okay. So what's the,
0: okay. Slovakia. What's the weather like in Slovakia in August?
1: Uh, it looks like it's going to be warm, but not crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So nice. I don't know. Have you ever been to Slovakia? I have not. I have not. Why is it in Slovakia? Because the, there's a big sporting complex in Samarin. And like, there's a pool and a track and everything. And they've partnered partnered up with PTO, so like we can have housing. Everything's on site. You create like a little bubble. Um, makes it easy just to control everything. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then it's a okay.
1: Sorry. Yeah.
0: Our listeners who actually pay attention to triathlon are going to know the answer to this, but it's a like it's a half
1: distance. So it's a totally different distance. It's 2K, 80K, 10 or yeah. 2K, 80K, 18K. So altogether it's hundred K. Uh, okay, so a little less than a, less than a half. half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that but, takes like three and a half hours kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. So what I think is kind of cool about this is that it, is potentially a bridging point for athletes Mm -hmm. coming up from short course racing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: where, yeah. So before it's like, okay, you go from Olympic distance racing to halves. Um, And, you know, now you're going to have this event. That's a bit of a crossover where you have short course athletes who can do it based on their training and you can have half athletes, you know, more like 70.3 focused athletes. Um, but you know, if you're not quite ready to go all in on like the, the Ironman branded 70.3 races, like this is an alternate route, which is, which is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. Are you excited?
1: Uh, I haven't packed obviously. Cause it's, Wednesday we're when we're recording and I leave on Monday I just think about all the things I have to do yeah I guess I don't know I haven't gotten that far I should probably check to see if my passport is up to date you should check your passport oh my goodness mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that till just now
0: well I'm glad that this conversation triggered that <laughs> situation we yeah. could be the reason
1: that you end up being there mm-hmm. <laughs> well the reason why I Wait, are you drinking coke no it's a seltzer what is that seltzer what's seltzer i was like what what are you doing watermelon mints seltzer oh
0: okay it's just like the color of coke
1: it's pink (laughs) okay (laughs) this is
0: zoom it's not very precise
1: (laughs) yeah i'll i'll leave you a little voicemail and it you're going to scotland are we allowed to talk about that or yeah so i'm going to switzerland
0: and scotland to visit um Jamie's family in both locations. I'm going to visit some old friends from when I lived in Scotland. Awesome. Um, And I'm, yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. I travel a lot, but like only I've been traveling a lot the last year, like since we started to travel again, but, and I was very early to start traveling again, but I haven't gone to, I haven't gone as far as Europe for several
1: years. So yeah. Very exciting. The two of the Sarah's go to Europe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So next week's episode will be
0: like voice memos from Europe.
1: (laughs) So exotic. You know,
0: I used to always make fun of people who said, and now I totally do it all the time, but he used to say Europe. Like I'm going to Europe instead of saying what countries you're going to. Right. If you what does that even mean? Like I'm going to to the
1: continents. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like you wouldn't be like, I'm going to Australasia. (laughs) Like you'd be like, you'd say where you were going. (laughs) It's so true. You know what I mean? (laughs) But somehow with Europe, we're just like, you wouldn't just be like, I'm going to Africa. Yeah. (laughs) What part of Africa?
1: (laughs) It's a pretty big continent. (laughs) But somehow,
0: Europe is just a lump. (laughs) It's like, just mix it all in. (laughs) We're just going there. Yeah. Cool. Okay, let's take a little break and talk about our feisty news. The fastest path to living healthier, longer starts inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source: your body. It was created by experts in aging genetics and biometric data from harvard tufts and mit that's quite a list inside tracker provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations plus an action plan on how to live healthier longer when i do my inside tracker tests i always use the mobile blood draw service it's amazing because you can enjoy a premium lab experience in the comfort of your own home or your office All you have to do is book a time that suits your schedule and they will come to you. The scheduling is easy and they send you text alerts. So you'll get appointment updates and notifications when your inside tracker, health analysis and custom action plan are ready to view. It's great for busy people who want to save time. So, if you want to try Inside Tracker's mobile blood draw service and find out what's going on inside your body for your health, go to insidetracker.com forward slash feisty and get 20% off today. That's insidetracker.com forward slash feisty.
1: All right, Sarah, what's your feisty news? What's, what are you and your peeps up to? Okay, so next week.
0: So today is Wednesday. This comes out Friday. Next week, we're announcing that we're opening the nominations for the Outspoken Awards. Um, and we changed the way we did it. Out. So, so out, it used to be the Outspoken Women Interathlon Awards, and we've done them three years in a row. And honestly, it's been, it's been amazing. Like, this is like, there's not that many parts of, you know, as I've built the business, I've had to, it's like, it starts with like, I do the thing. Right. And then I, I have to like step back and do something else. And I hire someone to do that thing. It's just like this constant process somehow with the, with the awards. and, And obviously we've handed off things. Like I'm not personally anywhere near the choosing or whatever, like someone, other people are handling stuff, but like I just like, I love the awards. I love um, emceeing the awards. That's, ho- that's always my job. Um, and I think it's really important to celebrate women and the things that we do. Um, and we even were like brainstorming TikTok ideas and stuff too yesterday for, and real ideas for the awards. Um, but anyway, the nominations are opening and we typically get, they're open for about a month, I think. And this year we're, because we have such a big gravel cycling community, we're adding some gravel awards as well. Um cool. gravel cycling is also like very very um what do you call it like I was going to say female friendly but it's not even it's like it's a very it's like way more equitable sport than like cycling in general which is one of the most backwards like as we like the most backwards in terms of gender equity or like t- taking the longest time to kind of catch up gravel the gravel riding has been a place where i think like women feel included a lot of people from like diverse backgrounds feel more included in the gravel world. So, um, anyway, so we're having some gravel awards as well. Um, and we're hoping to, that, it, that, that award ceremony will continue to get bigger over the years. Um, so people should watch out for that basically for like those nominations to open because it's only open for a small amount of time. And if it goes like it has in the years past, like, you know, sometimes we get upwards of 50 nominations for one award, you know? Wow. Yeah. And then every year, same thing. Like we hear the same thing every year was like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> you know, well, we get notes afterwards. Can I nominate this person? Like
1: too late. <laughs>
0: yeah. So pay attention. We have a there's an there's an outspoken at outspoken summit Instagram page, but also like at feisty underscore media. We'll we put a lot of stuff, like almost everything that's happening goes through that Instagram page as well now. Um, so that's another place to like go and there'll be like a link in the bio, both of those places to the, to the nominations. So that's what's happening. I'm kind of excited about it.
1: That is exciting.
0: And we see who, and we get to see, like hear all the things, the fun and interesting things that people are doing. And especially like the projects people work on to, um, as a way to like make the sport better or to help other people. Um, we often get like long essays about how amazing someone's coach is or the race director they know and that kind of stuff. So it's a beautiful thing. So outspoken awards, everyone. Watch out for it.
1: It's, I mean, it's so heartwarming that like people want to acknowledge others in the sport who are making it better. That's mm-hmm. yeah. 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 The TikTok that we
0: we like brainstormed one yesterday, and I saw it like the the draft of it come through today was like behind it, was something like behind this, and then there's like images of Elite athletes during sport, like people on podiums and this is this, and then like all these images of like race directors and people coaching and people we had one people like filling swag bags, and like, you know, we, we put all those pictures together. Um, mm. and then we're like, outspoken awards.
1: That's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Um, let's see. I have a piece of feisty news. Oh, you do. <laughs> I needed to add to the conversation. So, all your feisty news. Hog's babysitter, um, she always pulls out the feisty mug to drink from it mm-hmm. every time she like babysits him. Mm-hmm. And it makes me so happy because it's basically like it's five days a week and mm-hmm. it's just that mug. <laughs> it's a good mug. It's a good mug, but I just, I don't know why it makes me so happy. Like, she just, she wants to be feisty. She, she wants to channel it. And it just, oh. I love this. <laughs> so that's I my feisty this. news. <laughs> I love it.
0: That's so that's good feisty news. I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was going to be like tangential, like Hawk acted feisty. Or like, do you know what I mean? Like, no. But this is like
1: real feisty yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: I, I have only feisty mugs. Like, because <laughs> when I moved- out of when I moved, let me see. I guess when I moved, like when I, the second time, like when I moved out of Clint's house, I like just was, I was being so minimalist about everything. And I had so many, I had like 12 feisty mugs or something. So I was like, I'll just take these, these will be my mugs. And it's been the best. Just like only, you don't know, you don't have to choose a mug in the morning. Actually, I have a, I have like, then there's the hit plane out pause mug. And I have a Stay Feisty mug, so I have like mm-hmm. variations on Feisty mugs. Um,
1: but yeah, I kind of love it. I I feel for your babysitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Je- Jenny's a feisty fan. She mm-hmm. doesn't even know it. She just loves Amazing. the mug. <laughs> she just, she, just, she doesn't even know what it is, what no. it means. She just appreciates a good mug. Well, <laughs> she she appreciates that it says Feisty on it. And she's like that is me. That I identify with this this. Logo right now. Yeah. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We reaching the top. We reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top.